I think I figured out actually how to talk on the news now. I, I realized you could just chat in Discord. Yeah, you didn't know that? I didn't know that, all right? I'm a loser. Weirdly, my response in Discord didn't show up. I know, I noticed that, actually, now that I bring it up. If you, Am I shadow banned if, from right, Restream? If, no, here's... here's. Or is it the replies don't work? If you reply in Discord to another comment, it does not get relayed through but the But if you make a new comment, chat it will... Okay. Yes. So no so reply. There's a, there's a catch to the bot. No reply me, bro. It sounds like the bot code needs to be updated. Yeah. I need AI on this immediately. So nothing happened. Yeah. No, yeah. I don't think, the only thing I saw was that somebody stole money from Mark Cuban. What? They got money from Mark Cuban? That's just too? called yeah. Shark Tank 2.0. Yeah. <laughs> I, it's all part of the experiment. It's fake money, though, so I guess it doesn't count. Stealing money from billionaires <laughs> is something I just don't find newsworthy. Isn't that the whole point? Like, isn't that the CTF of life? Is trying to steal <laughs> the money CTF of life people? is getting money from people. It's I called know, it's like a... IPO. It's not that hard. Yeah. They lose money, and I'm like, oh, how sad for you. I I mean, did... some, sometimes with these, there's broader implications. So. I wonder I know... if someone is truly working on the whole idea of bil billionaire traps. <laughs> like you know i mean there was that company yeah. with the submarine that worked pretty well no yeah that was the plan the whole time it seems a little self-sad yeah. there's virgin galactic another yeah. good one you know i think it's interesting with uh all these attacks recently lots of data is going to be appearing uh online for terrible well maybe maybe who knows yeah as maybe. someone who's been following it for years i, I sometimes it pops up sometimes it doesn't you yeah. never know sometimes only uh troy hunt gets the data <laughs> if i if yeah. i go through if i go through the list of data breaches i have which is in the many hundreds or thousands i would say a decent chunk of them never never arise like never the, the one it. that i've the one that i want the most that has never showed up is the microsoft blue bleed one or whatever oh. where someone like dumped like terabytes of microsoft data off of one an unprotected bucket like that one i oh. want yeah, it's like this is like your um your uh, hacker uh, dump wish list that you. Yes, like, I have a wish list. The blue <laughs> the blue bleed or whatever we want to call please, it. That one's definitely please, up there. Please, you should honestly that it would be an amazing blog. Like the wish list of dumps that you just just never. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a fun blog. The dump list. <laughs> yeah. I know they got hacked. I just never. I know the they got hacked. Where did this data go? <laughs> Who is just sitting on this? Right. Uh, I will you know, say though, crocodile like, of Wall Street type shit. Going going through the uh going through the clop data though, I'll, it's been kind of depressing. It's like sometimes it's like, oh, this is good. Other times it's like, this is just sad. I should delete this. Corey, we, like, we might need a webcast just on that data. Oh, I will. I, I'm listen, I'm I'm working through the data. It's like oh, yeah. it's too soon to say. I mean, I gotta go through I've got some high profile ones to go through. Chuck E. Cheese. Oh I mean, my that's God. Do, do not look at the loyalty program in my name. All right. I've got way too much. <laughs> It's I, I have a kid. He loves to go there. So and we just put it all in the mud. <laughs> uh huh. Likely story. You, what you should have said is, you know, I have a whole Boy Scout troop all going under my account or something, <laughs> based on the activity we saw. <laughs> uh, uh, whatever. It's a lot of background noise in the podcast. Are you at Chuck E. Cheese right now? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I'm winning these tokens. Actually, funny story. Uh, I took my son to Chuck E. Cheese. It was, it was a little while ago, and. uh they got rid of like the tickets that come out of the machine, so now it's just like like just a, a card, like even Buster's? Yeah, it's like a uh, oh, it's like a um, just a card you tap. That's and, such a buzzkill. I, I know, feel like as is. a kid, I the know. only fun part yeah. was the tickets. The tickets have to like spill down and yeah, like they get going. Otherwise, it's... I was like, this isn't that fun even for right? me. <laughs> I know, and, and also like you know, you did well when like you got enough tickets that they had to weigh them. Like mm. they couldn't just, it's like with the Walt. it's like, uh, you know, for breaking bad where they're like, I don't know how to even count how much money this is. Do we weigh yeah. it? That's do why we, I like, learned it... the secret. I put quarters on some of those, dude. I kill it when they weigh that. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to talking about arcades. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how to win more gumballs at Chuck E. Cheese's. <laughs> Oh. Yeah, Ralph was there for three hours and all he got was a gumball. Literally, I'm not kidding. <laughs> They're like, it'll be like 700 tickets or whatever, which is like an hour of my kid playing. It's like a little like bouncy ball that's like two cents or something. Let me guess. Are we are we talking about hacking casinos here? Yeah. Nope. Yeah. No, we're talking about Chuck E. Cheese. 
We're no. we're trying oh, we casinos. We were avoiding casinos because that's where they that's where you lose all your money. You got to start them young. That's what Chuck E. Cheese is all about. Get kids on that gambling addiction early. <laughs> it's they got to ride that high. You never leave when you're on a bender. You know what I mean? Never once. Cool. Roll the finger. Welcome to Black Hills Information Security, talking about the news. I'm your host today, Ralph May. We have a ton of good news. Well, bad news uh, if you're from Las Vegas. <laughs> We've got uh, Vegas. Uh, everyone got hacked in Vegas, and your data might be exposed. The U.S. What happens government... in Vegas doesn't stay in Vegas? Yeah, I know. No, the U.S. No. government lost an F-35. Maybe that's where the data went. Um, Apple oh. releases a zero-day fix for older iPhones, right? Going back into the future. And a bunch of other news. And I am joined by a amazing cast. We have Mike, who honestly could be a, a second host at this point, because you're always here. So that's <laughs> welcome. You've done it. <laughs> we have Alex as well. We have Ryan, who makes us look great. And then we have Popcorn Man. I think his name is Corey, but we'll just let that go. Just call me Ham Hawks. Ham Hawk. Cool. Ham Hawk. Delicious. Uh, and then we have uh, John, our illustrious leader, who um, uh, employs us so that we all can talk to you. Thank you, John. And uh, finally, we have Ian, who is a licensed AI reproduction of Ian. Um, and that is pretty, pretty fun. Pretty fun. Uh, how much did that cost? Oh, I mean, it didn't cost me anything except for I had to sell all my likeness rights to Time Warner. <laughs> Do you know, you know what movies they're going to put you in? Like, is that part <laughs> of it? Did they tell you what movies? They, they didn't. They didn't. And they specifically, they put in a clause that said that I couldn't ask, which I thought was weird. Did they do a lot of scans below the belt or no? How did you know that? <laughs> well, when they did mine, when they did mine, there was a lot of like leg stuff. I'm assuming I'm just going to be like in lots of leg related movies. Nothing, nothing else. They said it was going to be something related to perineum sunning training, and I don't know what that oh, is. Wait, we're we're two minutes in, three minutes in. Okay, so okay, okay. I, I have you know, already, uh, Ian, 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 let's let's take this let's take this to the next level. Let's meet up in 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 Vegas. Okay, I'm going to book you a room at the MGM Resorts. And uh, oh wait, I just went to their website, and, and is it still down? Is it still down? I don't know. No, I don't. I, me, I, I honestly. I, I I have to look out of just concern for the fact that the ransomware must It is have not been still down. Unfortunately, they did not do the just under construction 1995 page, uh, but it was like yeah, it it was down for a while. It just said we apologize for any inconvenience. Call us. Like that's how bad it was. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. the actual news here is that MGM is experiencing a cybersecurity incident oh they experienced a real incident like a we real have some incident. we we have some information that wade sent us so if it's wrong then blame wade um you can find oh, him we'll at waiting through logs on discord basically this is a statement on github i'll link it it's that bushido uk file but basically oh. it's setting the record straight uh apparently they say that they didn't deploy any ransomware uh, they opted to take down their own infrastructure after finding out that we were quote unquote lurking on their Okta agent server, sniffing passwords of people whose passwords couldn't be cracked from their domain controller. <laughs> so oh. essentially they locked Okta willingly. Willing. Then they, that caused, you know, massive outage. Um, that was the point at which they targeted ESXi with ransomware Wait, 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 that, wait, wait. So they didn't deploy ransomware in the beginning, and then they deployed ransomware after? So there was ransomware really? going on? Is yes. These hackers would just make up their minds. Like, just, <laughs> well, they, they got mad. Like, it was. Yeah, they got mad. Yeah, I got they, you. They were trying to negotiate, and then they, they saw people jump into their chat, kind of idle for an hour, and then leave. And then come back, idle for an hour, then leave. Eventually, they're like, hey, are you going to actually say anything? And then the person left. And then they took down uh, Okta, which locked MGM out, and the attackers were still in there. And they're like, okay, screw it. Like, it's ransomware time. So, mm. 
According yeah, like to them, an article today that was like, "Hey, everybody, um, yeah, they totally got hit with social engineering, and it had nothing to do with Okta at all. <laughs> not, not us, not our thing. We are not responsible. We're not responsible for the disclosure of your Which, once again. Totally, don't blame Okta for doing that, right? Like, you know, <laughs> it makes me wonder if if MGM and Caesar's Palace are on like the customers' website." Oh, uh, check that out real quick. Well, yeah, I mean that <laughs> leads into the other story, which MGM and so MGM site was down, and we're like, oh yeah, it's definitely ransomware, you know, um, because they turned off everything, right? Now, um, usually in the response playbook, it's not turn off everything, okay? Um, that's something that you can do when like you find someone in your environment, but usually you want to isolate, figure out what's going on, and then move from there, right? Um, and they took the kind of you know, unplug the internet from the wall technique, um, which, I mean, hey, it tried and true. But, but uh, as we all know, the reason why you normally don't unplug the wall from the internet is because this thing that they're running, uh, MGM, they make money. And the way that they do that is with all those things that they just disconnected, right? So, um, I mean, I, I will say, though, if you're the admin and you're seeing them in your Okta environment I harvesting the credentials of every person that logs in. Oh, I hear you. I hear you. But I mean, I is, oh my God. It, it gets better, though. It gets better. So what I think is funny is um, whether they did the right thing or not. I mean, we could obviously debate for a, a while, um, but they ended up I think it was like 13 million dollars a day or something. That's like the lost revenue, at least it, it could be even more than that. But oh what I thought God. was also yeah, I read, I read 35. Really, yeah, yeah, it was something up there. What I thought was also really funny is as soon as this happens, I'm not funny for the people who are affected. As soon as this, it's like a day later, Caesar's like, uh, yeah, we were attacked too. Uh, uh out. <laughs> well, they were, theirs was way older. It Their, was theirs, way theirs older. Was... It was at DEF CON. It was during the exact same time as DEF CON. Yeah, but they didn't have the under construction page for their Oh, so well, be, because, they paid. because they paid the ransom. Yeah, they paid the ransom, which I was thinking, like, do you think they paid them in chips? Like, how do you think they paid it? Like, you have to come here to collect, come to Vegas? Uh, uh, they know. comped a suite and uh, four drinks from the mini Yeah, you <laughs> millions of dollars. All right, I just posted something. The host posted it to a number of different channels. Thank you, Ryan, for doing that. So I can see now why Okta kind of had a... Uh, uh, a, a, a post kind of separating themselves from MGM because mm -hmm. it looked like, and once again, they totally not blaming study. Okta for this attack, right? Like, I'm totally not blaming Okta for this, right? Totally not Okta's fault as far as we know right now. Social engineering, Okta's 100% correct, but damn, um, there are 83 separate articles in marketing for Okta that's best by MGM, right? Mm. Uh, MGM Resorts employees use Okta to log into their enterprise apps, building blocks for the ultimate guest experience at MGM. Is there something Resorts. about security about how they're, you know, yeah. super secure? Yeah, how we enhance security at MGM oh, using every Okta. one of them. Every one of them. MGM how Resorts. Secure too, your they do Zero better. trust for Hollywood. Whoopsie. Oh my God. Look at these. I think they're streaming it. Yeah, like 86 articles. Like, was MGM getting Okta for free? They, like, like, <laughs> I don't know. See, that's why. That's why. No matter what, it's not really free. You got to pay. For it, all right, you well, got to. So this is a great example. Like, don't put all your eggs in one basket. Like, you yeah. know, uh, yeah. I, I want to I mean, take a step back though, because one of the, so that the 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 document that we brought up out of out of GitHub that was from from Wade Wright. I, I want everyone to be absolutely clear about what we're looking at. That is from the attackers, right? Yeah, that's supposedly yeah, the attackers, attackers have great press going releases. through and telling everyone their attack response plan or something <laughs> like this is the world we live in now. We're yeah. not getting just you know, this is what happened. Well, MGM's not gonna tell action. us. Yeah, they're definitely MGM, not gonna yeah. tell us. MGM's well, not gonna tell us. Well, actually, hang on. MGM isn't going to tell us, but there was a ton of stuff coming out of both Caesars and MGM from their employees. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of an interesting point, is that you can have these communications response plans you can have all this you know statement though look only authorized individuals are allowed to talk to the media yeah absolutely everybody's going to talk to the media okay. if you're impacted by this and there should be um you know okay. executive security teams that are looking at it and going yeah our employees are just going to just hop on twitter and send some anonymous dms to article writers and they're all over the place like that's oh, wow. 
so yeah, MGM isn't disclosing everything, but you have all of these employees at MGM, Caesars, and probably in future incidents that are just going to um, the state, anything you, and everything. Are you this is, so okay. I kind of want to pull on this thread a little bit more. Like the threat actors believe to be behind the last week's attack. They had to set the record straight. But apparently, yeah, they were in the Okta platform, Okta Agent, which is the lightweight client that connects to Active Directory. And then um, Alf on the leaked site said, MGM made the hasty decision to shut down each and every one of their Okta sync servers <laughs> after learning we had been lurking on their Okta Agent servers, sniffing passwords of people whose passwords oh couldn't God. be cracked from their domain controller hash dumps. Uh, this resulted in Okta being completely shut out. They also, the attacker's LV statement added that lurking around Okta for a day and scooping up the passwords, the threat group then launched ransomware attack at that point on September 11th after trying to get in touch with MGM. Yeah, because they're like, hey, we got DA, we're in your network siphoning off all your passwords. Do you want to pay us now or do you want it to suck? And they were like, we want it to suck. And so, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Someone, someone, the CSO, the CSO did this. He said, do we have backups? All right, send yeah. it. <laughs> like, so, like. All right, so here we have, um, uh, this is the response from Okta. Okay, so da, 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 da. Um, the chief security officer, David Bradbury, the human part of this was simple. The subsequent part of the attack was far more complex. In recent weeks, multiple US-based Okta customers have reported consistent pattern of social engineering attacks against their IT service decks, mm. in which the caller strategy was to convince the service desk personnel to reset all multi-factor authentication factors enrolled by highly privileged users. Okta then warned the attackers then leveraged the com- their compromise to highly privileged Okta super user accounts to abuse legitimate identity federation features that are enable them that enable them to impersonate users, right? Um so yeah, I mean I, I, I agree well, with this Octa. is not an Octa thing because it feels like it was uh, an Octa okay. thing. So Dude, Octa- if they were already if they already had DC sync going into the right. Octa thing, I don't think they really needed like they already not, had not like a NTDS at that point, right? And Octa is making an absolutely valid point. If your help desk will like totally get socially engineered <laughs> to have some random person say, "Yeah, I'm domain administrator. I need to reset all my multi-factor authentication to this phone or this device." This you're gonna have a bad day. I, like, I, I think this was a. I think this was uh to John. I, I think this was an Octa attack. Here's what they did. They found out that hey, we with a little bit of social engineering, we can leverage anyone who has Octa and then you know move up this chain, right? They already had some back knowledge of how to escalate through Okta, right? So yeah. all they needed to do to run this was to find a big customers using Okta, which we found 98 examples of why this might be a good choice. And then yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, we target that organization knowing that all we need to do is convince this uh, one person. We don't uh, convince everyone, convince one person to do this. Yes, that one person. So the, what do you mean? Elevate through if, Okta? They elevate if through the help desk. No, if you're no, an no, Okta no, admin no, they right got now, the help you desk need to, do to two initiate things. the elevation, right? And I get it that the help desk got them going, but why does the help desk have the ability to do that in the first place? And why oh, is to remove MFA factors? Is that what you're saying? Or, well, how do they get the highly privileged users? Why does the- because that that no no that's just who they're targeting. They're just saying, hey, this is Bob the admin. Uh, I lost my phone and I threw my computer in a ditch. So okay. uh, can you yeah. reset so it? Why... I mean, I think you're misinterpreting how the attack played out. I could be wrong, but well, well you're you're saying that the attack played out. But wait they... a minute, we're going off of what basically I think uh, Black Cat said that they did that they use yes. social engineering. Sure. Um, and Okta has kind of backed that up as well. So just wanted to clarify that. So there yeah. seems to be agreement that that's how they did it. I yeah, so, we need to get the experts on the phone. Alf V, they've clearly have great yeah, write-ups. Well, yeah. I will say, based on how quality the write-up is, they're going to jail because they're in oh, a yeah. five eyes. Like, oh. they have to be. <laughs> 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 like, just based on how... I mean, I don't know, but uh, uh, yeah, I mean... Essentially, the thing as an attacker sitting here reading this, I mean, obviously they're victim blaming right out of the gate, which is always a good look. They're like, well, it's your fault because your security sucks and you wouldn't pay the ransom. It's like beating someone up and then being like, well, it's your fault. You got assaulted because you were not good at fighting. Honestly, though, if if you're an Okta admin right now, you need to do two things. You need to put your LinkedIn on uh, friends only. 
right off the bat. <laughs> yeah. And then you need to ask for a raise because honestly, these Okta admins are going to be our important people and well, configuring Okta isn't the easiest yeah, thing go, out there, go, right? Go, like, it doesn't It doesn't have to be an Okta admin. All it has it to doesn't, be... But... It doesn't, like, th This essentially, like, the response Why does the help desk have the ability to remove a high-level administrator's uh, multi-factor? Okay, yeah, so that well, was the question so the, that the I response, had. Not, yeah. not for that reason is I want to know that help desk person. All I want to know is, did they follow the procedures that they were allowed to do? I mean, seriously. No. Agreed. Like, Probably agreed. not. No, no, no. But maybe they did that. On, okay, okay, okay. on the blue team side, right? Those octologs right? too. That we've got, we've got to have this conversation because it's super important. Yeah. By the way, Okta has an absolutely fantastic article on stopping social engineering attacks. We're sharing it now. It's quite good. But going back to Ian's thing. Um, all right. So most organizations, if you call them up, and we'll just kind of walk through this. Hi, my name is John Strand. My multi-factor, I've lost my phone. I've lost my token, whatever, right? What do companies do to validate the identity of the people that want to have a reset? What's so your birthday? My, in my experience <laughs> doing this, and we try this on our customers all the time. Oh, I've done and it It's always a pain. Too. And I know that our customers are secure because whatever, but so good. my experience is I can text you, I can call you, I can email you on whatever previous device you had. And I yeah. guarantee you, my theory, I don't guarantee you, the theory that I have is the reason these attackers succeed and we don't is because, first of all, they have egos the size of the moon. Number two, they are persistent and they will just keep calling. Keep calling. Like, Greg hey, it's Greg again. My <laughs> multi-factor still isn't working. Whereas I'm like, all right, you got me. Good job. You got me. Yeah, but yeah. like, and also I do think that they're willing to push the boundaries more like, you don't understand. My wife just gave birth. We're heading to the hospital right now. And if I yeah. can't get to my work, and we get like, our ass beat if we do that, right? Yeah. yeah. So, but, but a lot of organizations... Instead of like the good stuff that you just talked about, they're going to say, okay, we got to verify some information. Can yeah. I get the last four of your social security? Can yeah. I get your mother's maiden name? Fair Can cool. I get the street you grew up on? That's all $5. Right. Yeah. 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 $5. You can find John, 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 don't call one time. So I'm tying it back to what Ian said. Mm -hmm. I'm willing to bet the help desk person followed protocol and the black cat attackers had the information to answer those questions. Yeah. That's my maybe, May yeah. I mean, that's it's. it's uh, we we yeah. won't know. Well, we I, might. won't know. But I, I no. they've been recorded. They just won't share so, the recording. I would love to hear it. Though. Yeah. It's got to be in the. It's in the ransomware. Let's data. look at it from a blue team perspective oh. instead of the red. Right. Oh, Octa logs yeah. everything. Right. You can see who has what rights and when people get privileged sure. to those type of rights. If someone with a password of that level, you can see them get the switch and see yeah. them get a new token. That should cause some type of, hey, yes. what is that? This person does not yeah. get a token. This is DA Correct. level stuff, right? Yeah. DA yeah. level stuff is a critical alert that should be fired and checked on immediately. I mean, yeah. I would say genuinely, like, is there's there's a couple of ways to approach it. Number one would be if you have a simple alert that says, if this alert fires to remove tokens, you just lock the account until you hear from the user. Like, that yeah. is genuinely, like... Yep. One way to approach it is basically to say your job can't be that important. We're locking the account yeah. until we until we have proof of life you, from you. Which, by the way, this is funny because I actually today had to reset my Black Hills password because I don't know how to use uh, password managers. I didn't save my updated password. Here's what I had yeah. to do. I had to send Black Hills a picture of myself with today's timestamp saying basically, well, this is what it said. I am stupid. Sorry. <laughs> got it. By the way, go ahead and, yeah, go ahead and reset you're my welcome. password now. Uh, you're welcome. Basically, that is what that is one way to do it. Is essentially proof of life, either yeah. voice, print, or however you want to do it. Essentially, until and this is how a lot of incident response teams do it. They say, cut everything off, which I guess they went a little too far with that at MGM. Cut everything <laughs> off until you get proof of life from yeah. the person. Where are you? Are you at an airport? Are you yeah. alive? Like. And then unlock the account or allow the access. They all all they needed to do when that call came in was first of all the uh, help desk shouldn't have been able to um, uh, redo it, and then second of all, like you said, uh, Corey, just some some proof of life. Maybe like, you have to come in to do this because this is a domain yeah, account. Or you talk have to, on the phone. Yes, you have or, to come in yeah. in person. You have to. We we I yeah. need to validate your for, identity for this I'm, thing. I'm I'm, I'm going to say this though, like having done lots of pen tests against casinos and dealing with them. There is a lot of, I don't want to say it's hubris, but 
there's a lot of this like like people that work at casinos like you get into like even mid-level management there's a lot of do you know who i am i am the floor <laughs> yep. manager of the high stakes poker room oh, yeah. and, and you yeah. deal with that shit all of the time so the security teams at these casinos they're like it's a bunch of an it's like it's like the entitlement of doctors and hospitals times 10 right yeah unbelievable they're pushy management in many of them not all of them will always side on the people against the help desk help desk people are making like if they're lucky twenty dollars an hour yeah so here you have somebody that's undertrained, underpaid gets his ass kicked gets yelled at constantly and honestly whenever you have that type of culture like if you're as your security team the thing you should take from this go spend a day in your help desk mm-hmm. go yeah. spend a day answering phone calls seeing how management handles people in the help desk. And if people treat your help desk like absolute garbage, they're getting like 15 to $20 an hour, and they have the ability to reset domain administrator level credentials, <laughs> you're going to have a bad time as a company. And what's worse, you're probably going to deserve it. Like, yeah. not personally, but the royal you is in the company. I mean, so. yeah, I, I think... Well, in, 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 in second chat on this whole thing, with proving you're alive... With deep fakes, number one, that becomes a little bit more difficult depending upon oh, how agreed. much they really <laughs> want to get into it. But number two, even worse than deep fakes, how many of these help desk people honestly know what they are looking at and who they are looking at? They don't. I could easily, I could easily hold up a picture or say that I am so and so. How do they know that that's my voice? Have they ever talked mm-hmm. to me before? Never. Do they once. know me personally? Never once. Never once. Well, this is why face to face is starting so it now. Like I think we're over like 110 employees or ever, something. And most of the systems administrators are going to know like the core group of people that are on this call, what we look like, what we sound like, and things like that. But there are still people that show up on meetings and they start talking and I'm the owner of the company and I'm like, who, who are you? in the hell <laughs> is this person? <laughs> <Right>. Yeah. <laughs> to that so, point, to that point, uh, everyone no, thinks what, I work for you. So wait, wait, wait. Sense. No. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, wait, it's I like I need to reset my account. <laughs> we just brought up a very, very good... Uh, part of the finding out phase of this particular thing uh do you know who i am mm-hmm. um so yeah lena khan happens to be the head of a little organization called the federal trade commission Ooh. oh dear uh, god she was staying at mgm when this happened oh, oh, what a good timing what a, what a crit fail that was a one counter oh. and said how are you protecting this data that you're writing down because your systems are down oh my god they were just like panic I, I i don't know and it's like oh what a yeah we're we're they're gonna they're gonna absolutely head into the finding out phase oh my god well, honestly, like, i keep coming back to it I feel bad for Okta. I feel bad for MGM. I, yeah. and, and the thing that sucks the most about this is a lot of like the talking heads, much like people on this show, who have opinions <laughs> about these things, they're actively pointing out and laughing at MGM and they're trying sure. to laugh at Okta. This is not the exception, people. This is the goddamn rule in large organizations. Like, this is the way shit works and i'm sorry to swear this is a family show kids we're gonna get back to teletubbies teletubbies later this is not the exception like you know with the companies that we do continuous pen testing a lot of those really good companies they're not companies at the size of like mgm very large corporations like if somebody is a massive company of a hundred thousand employees and they're like we want to hire you to do a pen test we're more than likely going to get in because vulnerabilities like this are not the exception. They are the rule. So don't laugh at this. I think you need to sit down and say, okay, okay, okay. Seriously, would this work in our organization? I, I want to so, make one comparison, just one comparison, because I know we just talked about MGM a bunch and we've uh, in Okta, but Caesars also got hacked at the same time, right? And they just paid the ransom and they're like, well, you know, you guys didn't really even know. We only told you guys because MGM was also getting hacked there because actually they had a filing. <laughs> well, they had a filing. Is anybody, is anybody sitting around going, oh my God, Caesars paid? I am ethically, I am ethically disappointed in Caesars. <laughs> listen, like, they were not handwriting down notes about people who were staying. And they weren't turning away guests because they didn't have a system and all this other stuff. Now, I'm not saying pay the ransom. I'm just saying these are two comparisons of two different things that happened, and they both got hacked. And one know. is the one that we just spent the last half an hour talking yep. about. The other yeah. one, we just brought it up. We, yeah. this, I mean, I think well, yeah. it was Batman Will brought it up. 
and said, I don't know, like I, I'm really uncomfortable about paying the ransom, not paying the ransom. And I want to go around the horn. What do you think, folks? Pay the ransom or not? Pay it. Uh, con- I like, like the logical capitalist in me, right? Like logic, like how much is this going to cost me versus how much is it going to do it? Like, is it gonna, am I going to go through these pains? I think it, it. that's the it's, worst it's, part. It's the lamest answer on a podcast, but the truth is that it's a case by case decision depending on the access they have and mm-hmm. depending on the data they stole. If they have yep, a lot I, of access and they didn't steal that much data, then it's probably worth paying because really you just want to keep your servers up. If yeah. they yep. stole all the data, then you probably don't want to pay it because they're going to disclose it either way, right? Like yeah. and if it's if it, it depends I, on whether it's extortion or whether it's access, it also depends on how oh, good you are. Have you done but, disaster recovery? But, Clearly, Caesar's not so good. I, I, I want to put this out there. I don't care if you pay it. I don't care if you don't pay it. But if you judge people for paying, you're an yeah. a-hole. Yeah. Yeah. Correct. I, I was yeah. going to say, a lot of it is going to depend upon what your backup in disaster recovery plan oh, is. Oh, no, absolutely. And, Mike. and I think that. if companies think about it, right? If they think about it, they think about it, then they're going to be in a better uh, position when it happens. But you have companies like Caesars, you have companies that mom and pop, you know, accounting firms and draft yeah. firms. People are like, well, they should never pay the rent. They're out of business. Yeah. Everything they have built for the past 15, 20, 30 years goes away just to make you feel good about yourself, righteous, like judgmental attitude. Okay, wait. So there's some there there, there's some good audience comments in here. So one person said, Ben Brian said Charik said, Norg I work for paid the ransomware. I see more attack indicators one year there than I did in my subsequent six years combined. They're putting a target in your back. This is true. So this is a fun thing about, and it actually applies to fraud in general. Yeah. Um, once you are targeted successfully, you go straight to the top of the list to be targeted by everyone wow. else. Everyone wants to crack at you. What's, that is just how it works. And they what's all, that new HBO show that just came out about share fraud? information. They all talk. Like if you answer the phone once for a scammer and even go yeah. 10% of the process, your phone number just got sold to a person for a hundred dollars and they're going to call you every day for the next month. <laughs> I, now, now Elliot, now Elliot Ellsworth says something, and this is one that bugs the heck out of me because I've looked at a lot of these insurance policies. Uh, it's a, he says, never pay it. Don't reward the criminals. Make sure your, your insurance supports the process. Nine times out of 10, these insurance policies have a way of not paying yeah. out of anything because a lot of it tends to be lumped under nation state hacking. Dude, <laughs> it's from, an act of God. Uh, Monday, Monday, act of yeah, right? From your lips to God's ears. Also, remember, we have had stories like, okay, everyone's talking about, yeah, insurance. That sounds good. There are a ton of insurance companies that are completely getting out of the water of cyber liability insurance. Oh, yeah. Did it? Mm-hmm. It's not even an option. And I also like to put it this way, like, especially for small businesses, right? You know, you're like, I, there's people that are saying, well, you don't negotiate with terrorists. If your child was kidnapped, Right. And all of a sudden people are like, yeah, they want fifty thousand, a hundred thousand dollars. Would you say, mm, I don't I don't negotiate with terrorists? <laughs> no, you'd be taking out an effing loan to get your child back. Yeah, it's just so it's, it's like easy. it's yeah, it's, really it's like easy for people to say these throwaway oh, comments. It's prohibition. It's totally but prohibition. Been, yeah. But I've been with these companies, I've been with these business owners, I've been with them when they're broken down and that, that it's really easy to say from far, far, far away. Like, don't. Uh, don't yeah. No, I, I mean, again, what, like it's it's like abstinence or prohibition. It's like, yeah, just don't do the bad thing. Okay, what if I do? One, oh crap! I didn't plan this far. Whoops. Plan this. One far, thing to take into account is there. These attackers are are actually profiling your company to to hit that sweet spot. Of, yeah. How much Will, money uh, yeah. can we oh, hit totally. them, right? There was yeah, yeah. I, there was I. I'm pretty sure I just read an article about one of the ransomware operators taking a vote on how you could how much you could go up or down on your initial stake that you told them and then how much research you have to do depending on their ransomware insurance Mm, and they're saying should we hit this amount or should we give them wiggle room and what should we do they're going to make it so so tempting for you to take that ransomware if they're doing that much research and they are and most of the time they they are willing to talk to you about it like they know where that market line is right they absolutely know where that market line is okay this is such a good chat because I can tell in Discord where it just says several people are typing. <laughs> yeah. Um, the uh, the other thing I wanted to say is if you do pay the ransom, you need to set the rule that your security budget needs to double at least whatever you pay. Yeah. Like yeah. Wh- whatever, like 
fine, pay the ransom, but next year your security budget better be at least what the ransom was, if not twice that. Yeah, like, you, don't you, need take, to... you don't take money from the security team to pay the ransom. No, no, like yeah. you, you, you take the yeah. pay the ransom, get your operations back up, and then invest that much or more in making it not happen again. Right. Uh, like that, that needs to be because well, you will get hit again. You will I like, like it, I have a statistic that's 100% true. Oh, 100% of organizations that got ransomware or got hacked spent more on computer security than they predicted this year. Like, it, it's just, <laughs> and, and it, there's a lot of times, guys, we, we laugh, but there's times where we've pen tested companies where, like, this is a critical, this is a high, this is a critical, this is a high. And they're like, we don't think that that's a critical. And you're like, okay. Uh-huh. Why? Well, blah 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 blah. This is what this compliance standard says. I'm like we hacked you through it. Like ah, we don't think it's critical at all. And there's been times I've been on the phone with customers, and it's not all the time. I want to make it sound like I don't want to make it sound like a commodron every time I talk to customers. But I've had a handful of customers, like five, that have really pissed me off. And one of the things I love saying is, agree with me, don't agree with me. You hired me for my opinion, hired my testers for our opinion. This is what we're giving you. But one way or the other. The hackers will show you the error of your beliefs. And that that is a beautiful thing. And for hackers everywhere, I thank you. Mm. Like where it's like, I don't think this is critical. A week later they get hacked. It's like, see? Right. Are you gonna are you gonna get on the ransomware channel and argue with the attacker? It's like, yeah. I don't believe that this I don't believe this is just critical how you got in here. Like uh, you have to social so engineer. You guys cheated. John, you that's cheated. why they, that that's why they joined the chat because they were actually typing a long thing yeah, about how this isn't about critical. How unfair. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. I'm five coach. Thank you, hackers. <laughs> one, and, and on the note of thank you, hackers, one thing I want to say about this breach, which it might be the first time this has happened in recent years. This is one where if customers come to us and say, okay, we don't want to be the next MGM, what can we do? I'm like, actually, this is a very fun and interesting and helpful conversation. Unlike with Log4j, I'm like, I don't know, logs or something? Like, <laughs> yeah. the, the answer is much harder with those zero days. Like, if you're yeah. coming to me asking, oh. how do we avoid being the next move it? I mean, I have some recommendations, but that's the, tough because zero days are tough. This yeah, is a good like conversation, Equifax, right? After the Equifax thing, we had tons of customers like, we don't want to be the next Equifax. And you talk about all the things that they should be doing. And they're like, yes. However, could you just come in and scan and see if we have Apache struts? Because we want to get that out of our environment. <laughs> like, like, I would, I'd like to agree with Corey, but I don't think it's true. Uh, we like how how bad we're making fun of Okta right now, right? Because Okta's getting, been the totally center of Okta. We're not blaming I, Okta. I, I get you, but they've been the center of several large attacks in the past couple of years, right? Just because misconfiguration or easy to pivot and Social stuff like that, right? Yeah, you would, that's yeah, like right? saying that's like Someone's saying the Plex road. Server. That's like saying the road is used for street racing. So the road. I, no, is but what I'm like, saying is like if people were if people don't want to be the next MGM, they're going to be the first thing is like, oh, is your Okta configured? Uh, wasn't it? Who was the last one? I can't no, even think. No, it wasn't Okta, dude. It was right? SE. But it's does oh, your help. The, you, you're thinking the SE part? Yeah, okay, dude, it wasn't. Then. I was thinking like, the more of Okta part. No, I mean, I don't know. I mean, it, who knows, right? We're reading a statement posted by the attackers. So, so like, we I, obviously have <laughs> Yeah, that's a good point, too. <laughs> I honestly would love to agree with Corey's assessment on this one. The problem is, and what I see happening if, in that sort of a talk about the social engineering is what we have going on with the fish testing nowadays and people getting fired for falling for a fake fish. <laughs> well, that's, if, that's, if, if, that's, that's the only that. way that's the only way that I see these companies yeah. going down that path is you can say, well, we need to go ahead and educate them how not to be social engineered. Well, how do you do that without going ahead and having something behind it? And now we're back. Well, into the I whole would fish say, yeah, I mean, that's fair. But yeah. I would say if you have a hostile relationship with your users, your security team's already failed anyway, whether it's phishing testing, yeah. social engineering testing of your IT help desk. Like if people are afraid to come to you because you've created this negative uh, feedback loop, then that's on you and your security program is not going to work no matter what, because you're missing out on people wanting to have good faith and try to help you with your job, which as a security team is the only chance of you detecting half of this stuff. So, I mean, you're not wrong, but like, even even just the example of like take the users out of the equation let's look at the policies we have for our help desk do we allow the help desk people do they even have their permissions to yank octa tokens off of people's accounts step one do, step two what things are if that is required then what things are available for them to be able to do that to validate the people like you don't even have to bring the people into the room you can just sit down and look at the policy Which... look at the scripts and say or is this configured in a way that is reasonable or is it like the policy is well 
they have the permission, so it's up to their judgment. Or the other thing that I get, like, you got to enable your help desk. Like John was talking about how the help desk people are the downtrodden. That is true. Enable the IT people to be, first of all, the, the first line of defense against attackers. And second of all, the first line of suspicion of just being like, I don't know, like, I don't, I'm not necessarily saying that, like, his dog got thrown into a lake, so he really needs his MFA reset. But, like, maybe just someone go, like, Frank's really out, like, a cat person. Yeah, hand, hand this to the security team. If it feels suspicious to you, which is like actually how it works, is human intuition of like, what is suspicious? Of like, well, you know, is this suspicious circumstances? Is it just like, and gonna... it should be up to the the help desk team to hand that over to the security team or incident response and say, you go look. I'm going to go do 50 other calls because I'm a help desk worker. You go investigate this person's account. Where are they logging in from? What are they doing? What are, You know, all that stuff. They switched from an iPhone they switch from an iPhone in California to an Android in Belarus. I think we got a problem, you know. So right. um, I I, know. I'm going to take that a step further, though, because here's here's the thing, right? I, I, I've I've set up help desk processes at more companies than I I care to explain or or even say. But here's the thing: there, I I deeply believe that someone failed those help desk folks because what they should, and I think it kind of ties into what you're saying, is that. Anybody who called in and said, I'm this administrator, da, 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 or didn't even say that, said, I'm this person, I lost my stuff. They shouldn't be able to reset a privileged account like that. It should immediately not allow them to do that and force it into an escalation to somebody else who's got more training or things like that. And the fact that, that they were even allowed to do that, that's where they failed the help desk folks. They didn't yes. create a process that was a fail safe. And I, I used to teach this in classes all the time. And the difference between a safety and a fail safe, if your safety breaks, the gun still goes off. If a fail safe breaks, it fails into a safe position that cannot do harm. And right. that's, that's where the processes were breaking down when, when whoever designed this for that help desk, that's what they need to focus. Yeah. And keep in mind, it's not even just social engineering. It's also insider threat. If I'm a $20 yeah. a month help desk employee, and I'm, you know, or an MSSP or whoever, and you can just, you, I can just privesk to DA. <laughs> I mean, I don't have so to be social that's... engineered. I can just privesk to DA by yanking some tokens off an account, throwing mine on there, and now I'm DA. Congratulations. I got a raise, you know, like that's, I, I that's know. where I make that. Like, I love users, right? Yeah, you're totally right. Users are our first defense, and I've gotten probably some of the best tips from the users, but I have been burned so many times by trusting a user that I would rather, second guess them and put in those defenses and detections and preventions than ever mm -hmm. trust a user again yeah and like, like wade said, I, that's the, probably the, my curmudgeon coming out but like yeah oh I'd, for sure and like like also wade said is the whole tech logging side of thing like this is all great to have human procedures in social engineering and that's a good defense for social uh, for social engineering but at the end of the day you also have these alerts that trigger when someone yanks tokens off of a privileged account that is an alert that can trigger 10 seconds later and the security team can take they don't know they don't even know what the phone call is they don't have any idea they're just like we're locking the account Let's i know go. those What's going i know on? those exact logs that's that's the other crazy part is you can see people getting promoted to those particular roles that you are you think are critical and watch them but there's some like tricky stuff behind there that if you don't have the flags flipped or you're not watching it for one thing in particular it could get past you and i think Honestly, I, that's something I haven't ever heard where a, an attacker, well, I have heard attackers and I've seen people attack Okta, but I don't think that's something normally a blue team can test, at least a lot. They can go in and change stuff, but it it's not something that gets tested frequently. And you should, if you're listening to this, you probably should go do that. Go promote someone to uh, God mode and then see what type of flags get blown. Well, mm -hmm. so, and, and yeah, I mean, basically, this is, you know, why we are in security as the good guys, because we can test this stuff, we can have these conversations, and we can improve things. Um, we've spent 45 minutes talking about MGM, so we should Yeah, uh, we can talk we about some other left. stuff. Some other stuff happened. Let's turn yeah. left. There were, I, honestly, it was a lot of breaches this, uh, this week, right? Um, and more ransomware, but we can, uh, <laughs> we can move uh, a little bit to the right. Um, uh, did you guys hear about the F-35 that went missing? Yeah. I, I absolutely Wait, was that what the noise that. I heard? I was, I was just the U.S. Bothered. Marines trying to find the F-35 that's gone missing. So, and it's an American flag with crayon scribble all over. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just kind of a funny, uh, not totally tech, so kind of a, a little break. But 
Um, yeah, so F-35 uh, had a mishap and the plane crashed, okay? So the pilot These got out. don't have GPS tracking? Yeah, uh, listen, dude, this is a $35, this $65 million, 80, 80 actually, $80 million aircraft. $80 million aircraft. Okay, so the price he, is he ejected, every, he's safe, everything's, uh, you know, he's, he's fine, but um, the aircraft is missing. They just can't find it. I, I don't understand. I love the how they're just asking the public if you have yes. any information about the whereabouts of our whereabouts. Yeah, there's, there's a wanted sign on uh, milk cartons already. I feel it's, like it's this, pilot, this poor pilot is probably like, as God is my witness, <laughs> I thought that plane was going to crash. <laughs> like, well, it didn't. It, it didn't. Nothing didn't it you left the plane the plane kept going like yeah. what did you yeah. see did you see a chick-fil-a and you just had to get there like <laughs> so i will say no, like aliens honestly, aliens. aliens that's, that's, that's the yeah. answer aliens. aliens so okay yeah. if you're an alien just call 1-800 no, they're upset yeah. with that mexico reveal they're like this isn't how we wanted to come out we steal the f-35 also like I don't know, this came on my radar recently when there was a recent YouTube video that was talking about what they call broken arrows, which is like nuclear, yeah. nuclear yeah. Oh, yeah, of that. like yeah. when they lose nukes, movie. and like there are still nukes that are just like somewhere at the bottom of the ocean. <laughs> oh, so yeah. like, there's one that's like 40 miles off the coast. That's like, actually why they went to the Titanic. They were looking for nukes down there. Yeah. So, <laughs> so well, <laughs> no, I think it was a submarine, but yeah, basically like that, like the. And that's those are the ones we know about. How many nukes are there just like sitting? Is there like, you know, uh, but the, the thing I want to say is that um, I think the person who did this, who found it and isn't going to say anything, is the guy that in the 80s won the Harrier fighter jet from Pepsi. And oh, yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah. That's the guy. He, he like karma. Yeah. Karma gave him the F-35. Yeah, it's how he wins. That's how you I win. The game you know i love the twitter verse on this like one of the hot takes that i saw that was awesome was like vaccine conspiracy theorists so like don't take the vaccine because they're going to microchip you and they're going to be able to track you at all times and where you're at and people that think that they truly don't know the united states government like they just don't like and the reality is uh, we lost this plane <laughs> like an entire effing plane uh, so no, don't, don't, uh, I think you're giving the government way too much credit if you think they can track you with a chip in your arm. So mm, yeah, they came and find that $80 million aircraft that's got that's more it. electronics on it than we all could imagine. Yeah, there was some hilarious takes in our discord. Dude, someone was like, they should have put an air tag in there. <laughs> <laughs> you know why they can't find it? Actually, I do know why it's got stealth. Oh, oh, that's actually kind of funny. But, but this also gets into like. Like, okay, all the bombs and munitions have trackers. The plane itself has, um, what is it, IFF. It, it, there's a lot on yeah. that plane yeah. to track. And it goes back to Ian's, like, you know, fail safe. Like, there's a lot of fail safes that failed here. Like, there has to have who, been. Who like, released this report? This or, another report? Or, as Mike said, aliens. They just well, well, into tight red, I think, called it here. Uh, uh, this is how you get money for the F-36. They're like, oh, the oh, 36. Yeah. Uh, the oh, F-36 yeah. will have tracking. It'll have built-in air tags and air tags. tags. And I was thinking files. this is a canary, right? Like, they, they said yeah. the F-35. They're like, okay, Russian spies, go start looking for it. And then, bam, they got them. Yeah. There's no F-35. <laughs> They're just going to pile them into a corner looking for something. I mean, what does it say? <laughs> uh, honeypot? <laughs> do we think there's like a, a russian person right now russian spy calling the hotline and being like i think i have f-35 what <laughs> does it look like, what does it look like? Uh, it, that's it a has... Cessna, you're gay like yeah. that's not an f-35 so they have f-35 what are complete mission capabilities of air threat <laughs> speaking of uh, what is flight ceiling for f-35 <laughs> did you uh did you guys also see the uh the uh, Airbus free, I guess it was caused by pirated software, right? Oh, dude, don't. are they? Yeah. Are, oh, please tell me it's a Steeler log. They're definitely like Fortnite V Bucks oh, hacked. Oh, it up. oh my God, no! It is Redline Info Steeler log. You know? Oh it. yeah. Oh my it. God, look at. I call I it. Really you know how many of those victims I've seen? Also, that's yeah. yeah that's yeah. Uh, but the I, question is, is it a is it a corporate account, a corporate machine, or a user's machine? Because uh, this, this is, is like every day. It, well, it says corporate. Uh, it says Airbus uh, takes cybersecurity seriously and continuously. So bombs. that means they don't even have EDR then, lol. No, that means they're running McAfee. Yeah. <laughs> Next oh, AV. Wow. wow. You know what? You just won't let them die, will you? <laughs> no, I won't. I'm going to keep bringing them back to life. They're my zombie beating bag. 
yes. So I guess um, obviously this was. Uh, uh, I'm gonna show this to okay, people bye. when they ask yeah, why. So I... the computer belonged to an employee of a Turkish Airlines contained third-party uh, logging okay, okay. for yeah. Airbus. Yeah. Yeah. Still, this is a really common attack. Ask Corey about it right now. Oh, yeah. yeah, I do this. Yeah. Just so you know, we do this for our customers every week. I mean, it's not always this successful where we're posting about it and pretending like it's awesome, but this is a real vector. I have a blog post about it. It's called Your Browser's Not a Safe Space. How yeah. How did I detect this, Corey? They were attempting to download a pirated version of Microsoft.net framework. So, oh yeah, so yeah, we what? see it all the time. Are we a that's such a, that's free, so that's really questionable. I know. <laughs> pirate, this is, for the record, this is totally a card in backdoors and breaches. It's called bringing your own exploited device. Like yes. it's yes, this is a new. It's been around a long time. Just letting you know. So I, I, I'm going to ask an ignorant question though. But dot an exploited dot net framework yes, yes it's it it's says. a free I, I, yes I, but you do well, realize this is this is what john and his other people have talked about malvertising you go well, google.net well, download uh, yeah the first result is probably not microsoft the first result is sponsored for yes, eco yeah. so, hacks this, this could, could be hurting the free I, hold on hold on this <laughs> so, could be some bad you, reporting <laughs> i'm gonna give you all like i love this story this is one of my favorites uh so gather around sans instructor stories that sans doesn't want you to know um, so years ago, we had a forensics class. I'm not going to say which forensics class it was. There was multiple forensics classes. And the instructor put together a VM for the class that had to do with analyzing malware, because that's what they were doing in the forensics class. And this particular instructor, when they were creating this virtual machine, they went to Google and they put in Firefox download. They clicked on the first link. And it downloaded a version of Firefox that was backdoored with malware, right? So I remember I got called in on this because the students that were taking the class were like, you know, they, they, they elevated it to the management at the Sands Institute. So I get called in on this because I help with instructor dev and I'm on the hacking curriculum and things like that. And everybody's talking about all of this. So like, oh my God, this instructor, they downloaded this, this pirated version of Firefox and they installed malware on this VM and they did this and they did that. And that's just unacceptable. And we need to have controls and this instructor needs to be reprimanded. And I'm on this meeting and I'm listening to all these people get completely bent out of shape over it. And I just called up the instructor because class was done at the evening. And I'm like, hey, what are you doing? And they're like, yeah, I screwed up. But what we did do is we made it an ad hoc lab. We're going through, we're debugging the Firefox, we're identifying where the malware is, how it got inserted in it, what are the callbacks, what are the C2 servers, and the students effing loved it. Like, mm -hmm. it was like the highlight of the entire class. So, yeah, this pirated software thing, like, absolutely is something that can happen to the best of us. So, don't, don't be too hard on the Turkish airline company that downloaded pirated <laughs> version of that. <laughs> Uh, it could be just bad reporting, though, because they said that that was related to the path, but I, I don't know. Uh, don't you know. know. You don't know. know. It is kind of funny, though. I'll tell you what. I probably have that thing sitting on a hard drive somewhere. I'll go find it, and I'll let you know. More than likely, you have that copy. Yeah. I guarantee yeah. you. Guys, let's there. be honest. Let's be honest. If BHIS could just backdoor a version of the .NET framework, it would save us so much time <laughs> in creating malware for that uh, customer. Honestly, I've I've also thought about just doing targeted um, uh, AdWords uh, to the customer or to the client with, uh, like you said, um, common executables that would be the top result and your, um, you know, paid for advertisement, but it looks like the real one. You're kind of like, oh, yeah, I just need to download whatever you give it. By the way, I will totally pay for that all day. <laughs> Just it's go on the list. Out. Someone just has to actually do it. It's been on the to-do list. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm in a cranky but approving mood. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, put, put in that request. Get your fishes that. in now before Get he gets in. into a cranky but <laughs> denying mood. Yeah. It's uh, like, do we want to uh, end with a, a skateboarding dog story? Uh, yes. Ryan, if you pull up what I put in the private chat there, this is, this is pretty fun. So, basically... Uh, and we'll we'll see the link here in a minute. So Brian, uh, Ryan, if you make that full screen, I'll talk it through. Oh um, my God! Somebody used the smart summon feature on their Tesla because they were locked in an after-hours parking garage, which are the most used... annoying things on the planet, by the way. Right, but 
because they were able to call their car to them, <laughs> the gates could open. Because they had motion sensors. No, that, yeah. it looks like a physical like thing on the floor that it has to drive over, but like yeah. one of those oh old gas station thing, oh, thing. Oh yeah, one of the little strips. Yeah. yeah. So how many how many uh, red team expenses are going to start going in for had to rent a Tesla? From had Enterprise? to rent a Tesla. Can you imagine <laughs> the write up? It's like. BHIS parked their Tesla in the after hours parking and then used the summon feature to activate their request to exit sensor. Oh, yeah, I can. It's already in a report. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's happening. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah Deviant, Deviant's currently ordering a Tesla. Just, you know, just it's like, it, it, yeah, the, the, yeah, the expenses for the gig was, you know, 50000 for the gig and then another 50000 for the Tesla. Mm. You get to keep the Tesla, though. <laughs> Imagine, though, like, I would, there's a part of me that kind of would hate to deliver, I mean, would love to deliver that report and also hate to deliver it. Like you go into some super secure skiff facility, da, 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 you park the car in there, you leave, you you go in, you get a lift, and then you come back later and you write up the report and they're like, How did you defeat our all of our we've got tire puncture stuff, we've got gate guards, we've got like all this stuff, and it's like, uh, I had my Tesla drive out and get me. Like, <laughs> like oh, Yeah. Okay. As a good rule of thumb, if they can do it on TikTok in fifteen minutes, it's not really APT level. Yeah, so yeah. Like IKEA. <laughs> also there is the risk that you like just the tesla's like just runs into the wall yeah <laughs> whoops we had to get three teslas to make it work <laughs> sorry the first Both two got killed by the remember, 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 you know those tire puncturing things you were talking about yeah that was the first two and getting a tow truck was expensive gotta get those those run flats <laughs> oh yeah yeah for sure he's still like metal wheels on the tire I just I thought that was amazing. I'm like, oh, so that goes, I guess, in the red team tools kit now. The yeah, Tesla required way. tooling, Tesla. Tesla. Yeah, I'm logging on. You can Tesla's bring it on the garage now. License plates, tracking, and then uh, if you're not a valid visitor, <laughs> you I can't think, get in. I think chat GPT is failing him. <laughs> Wade, your <laughs> audio is very confusing. You, you can tell that Wade's fake at the moment. You can tell yeah, it's, it's your internet. It's your internet. I, I I will say I like the idea. Though. How about now? Just oh, require no. people to. Although I haven't been on Twitter in a long time, I did just see something where someone was Twitter saying, "Has there ever been?" <laughs> somebody be said, out. "Has anyone ever seen an actual scenario where somebody uh, piggybacked an attacker successfully breaching a company this way?" Yes, a piggyback. Uh, That's like yeah, the number yeah. one most successful. Elo Punk said, "Not a pen tester." What? So, oh, you mean a real threat actor? Like oh, a real okay. attacker. I mean, how would we ever? Dude, know? they don't leave the ransomware region of Eastern Europe, so no. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> okay. So I get their point. All right. So what they're saying is, what they're saying it is that these advanced attackers aren't going to show up on site. Not that it's not a valid too risky. avenue. Yeah. It's so risky to show yeah. up. It's so risky to leave the ransomware district of Eastern Europe as it is. They're probably yes. not going to show up oh, to your yeah. Building, if you go to right? an extradition yeah. country. Now, if yeah. you're in a non-extradition country, you can get a really good pen test. So, <laughs> so, <laughs> how many that work, okay. so a couple of stories that I know of non-pen testers doing this are usually companies are just like some random person was in our building. Mm -hmm. One of them was a classified um, was a classified facility where the person got into the classified facility. And for those of you know, it's the classified facility with long, long, shiny white hallways with no markings on the doors. And uh, the person got, got in there and couldn't get out. Because mm. some you of the classified in, facilities, they, they, you can come in, but getting out requires you to go through security. There's like fire exemptions and things like that. They were stuck. They actually got in. Um, another one was not a classified facility. Another one was a hobo that was just walking around a building and like took a nap in one of the offices oh, yeah. and they had to call him in. So there's two that I know of. Um, and then I'm trying to think if there was one where they actually stole anything uh, doing that as well. Um, it might've been an after hours one. I remember years ago, there was a story where somebody broke into a building and they basically hung out until the place closed. And after everything closed, they stole a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Uh, so when you say about oh, like, yeah, yeah. stealing that, I mean, that it does kind of remind me of like the, uh, like you, the Kia boy challenge, right? Uh, you know how easy it is to like steal a Kia. Like you could make the same video, how easy it is to break into a corporate environment and steal all their laptops. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, I know a company that I was working at. It happened before I got there. This was decades ago, but when laptops, 
like it was very fancy for people to have laptops. Yeah. That's when laptop Kensington locks got put in in this oh. building because somebody went through, uh-huh. waited for everybody to go to lunch, tailgated in, and yeah. literally just grabbed yeah, one of the utility yeah. carts and went office to office to office and <laughs> walked out with a bunch of laptops. I mean, yeah. I, th- I think it's like, you know how the OSHA thing is like every OSHA rule is like made in blood or written in blood. It's the same thing with hacks. It's like every pen tester technique is like written in real hacks. Like, we, no one really thought of media drops until the U.S. Army or whatever got hacked with media drops. And then everyone did media drops for a while. And then everyone's like, we we epoxied over every USB port in our entire company. And then we're like, <laughs> okay, we'll stop doing that now. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's, just, it's all like. Uh, yeah, I, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the reason why. Um, one, they can't leave the country. But two, um, <laughs> it's it's working. The, you know, the phone pretext is working still, right? They're still able to get into those big environments without having to go through the front door. Right. But when they need to go to the front door, they're probably going to have like, I don't know, payload mules that just go in there, tailgate, steal badge, do whatever and, and get it. You're not going to believe how I can make $10,000 a month in my PJs. by Yes, watching exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I mean, we, we saw that with the Tesla Gigafactory when yeah. um, the, some, the uh, Russian national that worked there was trying to was potentially recruited. Mm-hmm. And Tesla was very lucky in the fact that they took that to their internal HR and said, somebody just offered me a million dollars to plug in this USB drive and they got the FBI involved and whatnot. But that's exactly what happens is they, they go, they have an intermediary recruit someone. It's, it's old clandestine work. It's the, it's the suitcase attack. Yeah. yeah. It's a suitcase a, full of money. Here's a bunch of money. Here's a USB stick. Go plug it in. Do you think Tesla like, gave him okay. a reward for not taking the million dollars? Um, <laughs> a pat on the back. Yeah, Elon said he only had to work 70 hours that oh, week. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we reduced your workload from 900 yeah. hours to 70 this week. Yeah. He gets yeah. Twitter blue Ultra for free hardcore now. hardcore Twitter 2.0. <laughs> oh, if you're not hardcore, you need to leave. That's right. That's right. All right. On that note. <laughs> I'm not hardcore. Let's, I'm going to leave. Guy- let's wrap it up. All right. Later, everybody. Uh, Give us that beautiful finger footage. That beautiful finger footage. So are we are we live? Are we going? Oh, yeah. we're live. But we have not. We were waiting for you out of respect. We don't want to get fired. It's uh, <laughs> primarily out of respect. I mean, uh, that's going to be the thing that gets fired. you fired. Yes. <laughs> but there you start without me.